2: broke up with me on instagram so i said excuse me
0: (laughs) she's pro wrestling's queen of mean but behind the scenes she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences from no holds barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with a-list superstars the real vicky guerrero is ready to talk welcome to excuse me the vicky guerrero show excuse me
3: are ready for a brand new year. Hello again everyone. Welcome to excuse me. I'm Jerry Strauss
2: and I'm Vicky Guerrero. Happy New Year, Jerry.
3: Happy New Year to you too. 2020. Can you believe it?
2: Oh my gosh. This seems so insane that <laughs> we're in the year 2020.
3: It's been a crazy decade. It's been a crazy year that we've just uh, we've just concluded and it's certainly been a crazy few months. Can you uh, uh, believe everything that we have done and everything that we have put out there for the world to hear uh, as part of this podcast already.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm so proud of our work. I mean, I'm I'm very new to this, and I, I appreciate you so much, Jerry, with all the hard work that you've done. But I, I'm looking at the list of our guests for, you know, 2019, and I'm really proud that we made it. <laughs> we didn't kill each other or we didn't like, you know, we didn't like, you know, tap out. We stuck with it.
3: <laughs> we didn't kill each other. None of our guests tried to kill us. I call that a win.
2: <laughs> win, win. Yes. The big W.
3: <laughs> and no. look, I, we're, well, we're on the horizon of a brand new year, but it's really easy to think back because it was just a few months ago. And just remember how quickly and how, organically and seamlessly, this show came together. And I credit you with that, Vicki, because, uh, you know, this was something that, like you said, it, it was new to you, a new world to conquer, and you've leapt in with both feet, and uh, we've produced some really great stuff as a result.
2: Yeah, you know, Joe, you presented this to me, you know, last year, and I never, ever thought about podcasting. And, you know, just the way, you know, you have... Taking control, of the editing, and you know, helping me with guests and showing me how to, uh, you know, do intros and outros. I mean, it's such a different world, and I'm really excited that we have this partnership. And I, I can't wait for 2020 because we already have a list of great guests that are coming on, and I'm, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm like a little girl in a candy store to have all my friends and these new friends that we're going to have, and just have our listeners enjoy um, what we have, what we have in store.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I'll, you know, I'll tell you, it's been so cool to have this mix of guests that we've had on our show, people that we've had these deep in-depth conversations with, some new to both of us, some of them so uh, so tight with you from your history working <laughs> together that it's almost like I'm sitting with family and just getting to kind of be uh, the, the ninja, sort of that silent person at the end of the table hearing these amazing <laughs> stories that you've had uh, I mean, it's it's been absolutely insane. Our, our archives are just so robust already and full of really, really great stories. And, uh, you know, hopefully as we progress through the new year, uh, our fans, as they continue to grow and tell other friends and family about this show, you're going to go back and hear a lot of the great stuff that we've done already.
2: Absolutely. So let's reminisce about some of the guests. Who do you want to start with?
3: Well... Hey, look, let's go back to the first episode because uh, one of the greatest guests we've ever had, that was you, Vicki, because we kicked off the show with a <laughs> Q&A, fans submitting questions from all over the place, all over the world, things they always wanted to know about you. And that was such a great way to set the tone for this show because it was so cool that you held absolutely nothing back in talking about any aspect of your life.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's always been important for me to be honest with the fans, because without them, I can't do this incredible job that I get to do every day. And it was their, our appreciation for the fans to have their time to, you know, to ask their questions. And it went really well. They were actually nice. and they And I survived the questions. <laughs> and yeah, I'm always just trying to be, you know, real and tell it how it is. And I'm always thankful for the feedback that we get, you know, with our fans.
3: And look, hey, do you guys want a sequel? Another Q&A with Vicky? I think it's a great idea, but let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or our uh, our Facebook show page or just drop us an email at excuse me Vicky at outlook.com. Vicky, yeah. do you remember who <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, do, do you remember who our next guest was though because that was one that really set the tone and turned a lot of heads. Yeah,
2: it was Ruby Riot from WWE. I love her. So much. I mean, she is an incredible human being. But what's going to be exciting, Jerry, is that this January or possibly February, she should be coming back from her shoulder injury. And so I'm excited to see what her comeback is going to be and what she's up to with the WWE.
3: You know, it's funny. I was literally just a few days ago uh, shopping for the holidays uh, late as usual, and uh, I was walking through the toy department and, you know, I always, because I'm a big geek, I always look at the WWE figures. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and th- there she was, Ruby Riott. And I said to myself, man, this is j- just that reminder that there is a major player in pro wrestling and women's wrestling today that has been on the sidelines for some time, and you're right. I think, uh, you know, going back to hear what she said on our show uh, is so illuminating because uh, she's ready. She's ready to come back. And I think this year is going to uh, be a big one for her.
2: Yeah, I mean, she's had a lot of time to sit and think about what she wants to do, and you know how it's such an incredible sad story when the superstars are sidelined with an injury, but at the same time, how motivating it is that they can kind of regroup their character and you know kind of make a game plan. So I I can't wait to see what um, WWE has in mind for Ruby Riot, and you know I'm just a, I'm a fan of hers, and I'm really proud of her, and wish her well.
3: Well, Ruby certainly was not shy in explaining how much of a fan she was of yours, and I know you guys had worked together for a little bit, but it was almost – the vibe to me was a little bit more of you being someone that she very much looked up to in in this business, in this industry, Uh but – The next person I want to talk about is someone a little bit of a different relationship because he was not only in the trenches with you, but I mean, half the time he was locking lips with you uh, in front of millions of people around the world on TV. Uh, the rated R superstar Edge reunited, and yes, indeed, it did feel so good, and maybe just <laughs> a little bit weird, maybe a little weird for me.
2: <laughs> well, but you know what's so fun about the episode is that we just laughed. I mean, between Edge and I, we just laughed about how ridiculous our storylines were and all the trouble that we got ourselves into, and I'm just so grateful for Edge because he taught me so much, and that's when my character really you know, became popular, and it kind of came to life with the fans, and um, I just kind of designed myself into a, being comfortable as a WWE superstar, and you know, from him, and La Familia, and you know, working with so many great superstars, it was a great time, and I just, I love that we could just reminisce about so many years, and, and all the ups and downs, and the, our wedding, and the the horrible wedding planner that ruined my wedding, I mean, it's just, it's just a fun time. <laughs>
3: And that's, that's such a – to me, that's what excited me the most about the possibilities of the show and working with you and everything is that when you have guests on who are such a deep part of your past and your career, it's not an interview as much as just you guys sharing those frontline <laughs> stories. I mean, you were there. It's as inside – and uh, as cool as it gets for those of us who were able to witness that, or even maybe witnessing it now through the WWE Network or whatever the case may be, it, you're not going to get that kind of perspective. It's not like it's one of you; it's both of you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was actually it was a really true story. Time,
3: <laughs> <really> yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe not for maybe not one for the kids, but. Yeah.
2: But you know, that's what made WWE so fun back in the day was that they really let us have this creative, you know, um, freedom. You know, to have Edge, you know, give a you know some input and you know, and I was able to you know, you know, say some things about what we wanted to do, and that was fun. I mean, I think the fans really just look forward to each week that we got to do something, and I'm so proud of Edge now because he's in some great projects and you know, he's part of the Vikings cast, which um, will be a uh, uh, will be on the history channel. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm really proud of him. I mean, he's bar- he's married to Beth Phoenix. They have two beautiful girls. It's just life just keeps getting better and better with my friends and I'm so happy for them.
3: And look, I mean, we've said the word edge many a time, but when you want to talk about an edge and you talk <laughs> about an edgy guest, how about the next episode that we dropped with one of the great, uh, female, uh, professional wrestlers one of the great professional wrestlers period a hall of famer of all time we're talking about medusa
2: oh she 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 didn't hold back anything jerry i mean i think she took over the conversation for a good 30 minutes where she had a lot to say to us and she feels strong about her platform and that's about empowering women and you know making them feel equal in a workplace and I love her to death because she's real. She just wants to be honest with how she's feeling and she's been an innovator in this industry. I mean, she has made her own legacy that I look up to every day.
3: Yeah, she, I mean, she's had an amazing life, an amazing career and she continues to evolve and dig back deeper into her past, you know, talking about some of the projects that she's working on now and, you know, things sort of about her personal life as well as her professional life. But certainly, you know, she's a badass, uh, verbally and physically uh, didn't hold anything back. And that's a, that's a common trait also on this show uh, is that people, you know, whether they have these close bonds with you previously, or they just know of you, the respect that everyone seems to have for you, Vicki, and just the way that they look up to you, nobody holds anything back. Everyone is completely honest on this show. That's the experience so far. And it's been really cool to have everyone come on and be willing to just bear it all.
2: Yeah, you know, it's, just, it's about, you know... Um, empowering each other, and, you know, promoting them, and, you know, and be able to talk about our friendship, and things that we've done in the past, and new friends that, that both of you, you and I have, you know, acquired this past year, so it's just about new friendships, and, you know, let's talk about what's going on in their lives, and Um, I'm really excited the fans can share this knowledge with us. And it's just an exciting time. I mean, I'm really grateful that I can have this podcast that, you know, that we can just, uh, you know, bring these these friends and celebrities and wrestlers and have them shine, you know, for their hour in in the weekly, you know, podcast.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, the story in professional wrestling period of 2019, uh, I think most would agree is one of the shining spots in the entire wrestling landscape, all Elite Wrestling (AEW). What an emergence! What a, a shift in the paradigm, so to speak. We've we've heard that term before, uh, and we were able to get in kind of on the ground floor there again because of the respect and the love uh, towards you, Vicky, uh, from what could you say one of the, the the high priestess of AEW uh certainly one of the power mongers of the company uh what a cool impressive woman Brandi Rhodes
2: yeah you know she um, we worked together in WWE and um you know just see her now with her husband Cody Rhodes you know uh leading this uh AEW you know brand and she is the chief brand officer um I'm just so proud of her, you know, and they have a vision and they, they love, you know, valuing each superstar that they have on their roster. And it's just, it shows and everyone's having a great time. And, you know, Brandy is just, she's funny and she's so down to earth. And, but, you know, when it comes to business, you know, she's untouchable and I really respect that.
3: Yeah. She's someone that is inspiring really on every single level, uh, you know, what she's accomplished within professional wrestling and everything she's capable of, uh, almost despite it, certainly beyond it. But p- sort of feeding that back into this uh, new powerhouse in pro wrestling alongside heavyweights uh, and alongside her husband, alongside the rest of that power structure, uh, it- it's like a revolution. And, uh, you know, we could talk about it in a little bit, but we, the AEW world saw your world meet that revolution a little bit later in the year when uh you made that phenomenal appearance uh as part of aew dark you know I, we haven't talked about that yet on this show you coming out doing uh, guest color commentary for an episode of dark that reaction from that live crowd uh You could see, you know, it came right through the screen. It was phenomenal. How did it feel for you? Because it's been a while since you've been in that situation, uh, you know, on that scale, on that level. And it it was certainly uh, a long awaited and welcome sight and sound.
2: You know, it's it's really funny to say that, Jerry, because I've been away for almost two years and, you know, from the, the WWE wrestling ring, but to go to AEW and for them to graciously invite me to be part of commentary, of course, I was excited, but to go on their stage and to walk out, and of course, I'm doing my famous, excuse me, you know, uh, yells to them, the roar of the crowd and the love of their hatred to me just just made my heart warm. (laughs) And I, you forget, you know, what that feeling is like, because it's been a while. And I'm just so, I'm so happy, you know, they welcomed me with open arms and everyone from the AEW crew to the staff to seeing old friends. um, It was a really fun day. And and I've never done commentary, Jerry. That's not my, well, I did it a little bit, but, you know, not to run a show, you know, with Excalibur and, you know, Joy Janelle. I mean, that's a lot of stress. And the people who do commentary, it's, it's really stressful because they're the heartbeat of that match when the fans are listening to them. And, you know, but I I watched the product and it was just like having a great time as a little party at our table. And I was really honored to be there. And um, it just excited me, you know, to be back in that, in front of the fans.
0: Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days, no resume or experience required earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at amazon.com apply. That's amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.
3: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it was exciting for the fans, even at home watching dark to, to see uh, the familiar face of, of yourself back on a screen back in front of that crowd getting that boo out of the building response once again it's like everything is all uh, once again all right with the world now that vicky is back being booed. <laughs> it
2: was medicine for my soul how's that <laughs>
3: It was, it was great. You know, who knows what's to come in 2020, but hopefully we get to see more stuff like that because that was pretty cool. And uh, we didn't stop there with the AEW coverage because just off the top of my head, I mean, let's think back. We had some other great guests from AEW on the show as well towards the end of the year. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, one of the top female competitors oh. in the company, as well as one of their, if not their head uh, official, their top referee, Aubrey Edwards. Both cool.
2: Oh my gosh. You know, I got to finally meet them person personally at the AEW taping, and what great women. I mean, you know, Aubrey, you know, she's one of, the, one of the top referees now in the wrestling industry, and she's only been training for this for two years, and that shows her dedication and her her love for what she does, and she's a badass. I mean, she's like I mean, she has, like, this body that's, like, built of steel. I mean, I, I went to go hug her, and I'm like, there was nothing there to hold on to because she was all muscle. <laughs> she kind of scared me. I'm like, no wonder everyone's scared of you in the ring. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she was great to meet personally. And, you know, Britt, I mean, what a an inspiration she is because I related to her for going to school and trying to juggle the wrestling, you know, business, and, you know, she She's a great friend. And, you know, I, I value these women because it shows their hard work and dedication to make their careers happen. And that's something that really inspired me to uh, to just keep an eye on them, you know, because I'm, I'm watching these women and they're going to get better and better as each year goes by.
3: And AEW is going to get better and better and we're going to get better and better. And, you know, yeah. just segue that all the way around. Uh, I don't know if we want to even you know, specifically talk about it or not, but hint, hint, spoiler, spoiler. Some more AEW may be coming at you next week, right here on this very show. Uh, yeah, but talk, too. Yeah, no, I, I'm...
2: A, a little bit of secret there. It's a little hint. How's that?
3: <laughs> that works. That where I think that's fair.
2: Come on, lady, <laughs> gotta listen when this episode comes out. It's gonna be a great one for y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, hey, when you talk about great episodes, another great one with a guest that you go way back with, and another great episode with someone not afraid to say a damn thing, (laughs) going back to the late cool days, uh, Michelle McCool on this show, and man, she was ready to tell (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she went through a lot of stress, you know, you know, going with working with like cool and um, the politics that were behind the scenes, you know, she and, and Layla just had a lot of, you know, conflicts going on with the matches and trying to be creative and be the team player. And I saw that, you know, just, you know, watching the whole dynamics of how things would play out. And um, you know, she uh, she's a, a real you know, a strong woman, and she's not afraid to say anything, and she kind of taught me how to have my own voice in WWE, and she's also, you know, my locker buddy, you know, where she, we'd actually pray together, and we, she's my spiritual sister, and such a great human being, and I met her through Eddie when he was alive in You know, he just thought the world of her and um, he was right because when I got to meet her, I just fell in love with her. And so she's very special to our family. And, um, you know, and then also, Jerry, her husband, Undertaker, gave me a sweet message, which I never knew he could be sweet.
3: (laughs) You don't see it very often. But again, a perk of being Vicky Guerrero, a cameo from the dead man himself, uh, (laughs) You know, and, and I know that you were kind of worried because, you know, what's the demeanor going to be? Is he going to want to threaten you? Is he going to want to, to tombstone pile drive you again? Or are things okay now? And,
2: uh, he, you can not give a smile on your face, Jerry. You know, I'm, I don't worry about that. Like, I'm the one that has to get tombstone. If you're standing there, are you going to smile while you're watching this again?
3: Well, look, either way, it's more clicks. It's more da- outloads for the show. So I mean it's a win no <laughs> matter about how
2: the you select. Like. <laughs> 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 no, but he was so sweet to wish us our you know success in our podcast and I truly admire and respect, you know, Undertaker. And he's a gentleman and just um, just a sweetheart. I can't I can't thank him enough for you know sharing the ring with him and uh just Gosh, you know, sharing this, you know, my career with him because not too many people can say, or actually, no women can say that they got tombstone by The Undertaker. So I'll take that to my grave, literally.
3: <laughs> and
2: <laughs> hey, it's it rating, a- right? Rating. Yeah. Hey,
3: <laughs> look, hey, we do what we got to do. And uh, like, what uh, another thing that we've done already, which I think is really, really cool, is that. You know, instead of just focusing on one corner of the wrestling world, like a lot of other shows tend to do, uh, you know, we've been embraced. And again, I think kudos go to you for that, the respect that you have all over the wrestling community. We've been embraced everywhere in the wrestling world. So we've been able to go out there and have these conversations with some of the top people from all over the the wrestling landscape, even globally, uh, you know, just Again, thinking back at the fact that we talked to uh, the Impact Women's Champion, Taya Valkyrie, uh, the NWA Women's Champion, Allison Kay, uh, you know, we're just getting the MVPs of every promotion everywhere we go.
2: You know, that's what I love about our show, Jerry, is that we're, we're focusing on everyone. It's not just one company or just two or three companies. Everyone contributes to the wrestling industry. And to have these incredible women, you know, to come on our show and share their story, this is how it starts. This is how, you know, their fame begins and their legacy. And, and to see them, you know, uh you know, climb the ladder of success and to have these incredible matches and and to move on to different promotions. I'm going to be honored for us to say that. Oh, we had them on our show, and I remember her, and she said this, and she shared her story, and that's what's going to be special. You know, as as months go by, as they get you know more popular, and um, and we see their their legacy build. That we're going to say, you know, that they were they were so gracious to you know to be on our show.
3: And another trend that we kind of dabbled in a little bit uh we're definitely going to do more of it this year is going outside the pro wrestling world completely because hey there's a whole big world out there and you know you've been exploring that since especially since your time away from wwe and you know dipping your toe into a lot of different things um Mm. and one of them is the acting world so we had that amazing uh double episode two interviews for the price of one uh which by the way is free because this podcast is (laughs) in fact free but uh you know we talked to you know one of my favorite people from one of my favorite guilty pleasures back in the day Baywatch uh I'm talking about Alexandra Paul who is so much more as we found out than a quote unquote Baywatch babe and we also talked to what I consider to be, who I consider to be the the, the queen of 90s movies and so much more as well. <laughs> Nikki Builderback, so cool. You've seen her on Clueless, bring it on all the way to today where you see her on shows like Brooklyn Nine and Nine. So two very uh, vibrant, very relevant uh, people in the Hollywood world uh, telling us how it is and what they've been up to.
2: Yeah, you know, Alexandra was, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with her, and and researching her and being able to talk to her, she stands up for a lot of good things, and, and and one of them is animal rights and being an activist for the animals and protecting animals from going through the slaughterhouses. And she even taught me, Jerry, to start drinking almond milk, and I know she's proud of me because it's those little changes. Because I don't know if I can go vegan. I mean, we talked about that on the show. It's A really, really hard choice to do because, you know, I I like steak, I like chicken, and she uh, was trying to change my mind, and it's little changes, but I mean, she stands for a lot of things, and I admire her so much.
3: Yeah, she definitely was an advocate for making changes where you can, not necessarily beating yourself up by not going full vegan or just going all the way with anything, but just trying to find the comfort zone for yourself. And I think that is uh, in in and of itself a great lesson that she imparted onto uh, us. And uh, you know, her story is, she's like a legend. She's almost like those stories you hear the the legend of. Chuck Norris and things like that, like the th- <laughs> things that she's done beyond the Baywatch days, as far as you know, getting arrested to fight for different causes and demonstrations and stuff. Uh, she's she's a r- super badass in her own way as well. And Nikki Boulder back also uh, holding nothing back in her own way either.
2: Um, as we her. found
3: out, she what.
2: She's my neighbor. She grew up in Dallas, and I'm in Houston. So her family's in Dallas, and we have that connection. Those Texan women are fabulous.
3: (laughs) Yeah, fabulous Um, and uh, very upfront. And uh, she has a really cool story uh, of, you know, moving on to Texas and just having this amazing enduring career in Hollywood. Uh, she, If she's not a name you knew before, she's a face you definitely know. And now that you know her, after hearing her on this show, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are just seeing her and now recognizing her everywhere and all these things that she's been in a, she's been appearing in, in all these years
2: yeah in January is when she's gonna be premiering in the Brooklyn 99 series so it's all you know I can't wait to watch her on that and she was really excited about that so I'm wishing her a lot of luck and hope that it keeps continuing for her
3: yeah and uh, you know we learned a little bit about her family when we talked to her um, and speaking of family um, you know I didn't know it I had no idea that you had this long-lost son from your WWE. W-E days but he was on the show as well uh the artist formerly known as hornswoggle Dylan Postle your wrestling son another reunion here on the show
2: it, he is such a sweetheart you know and we brought him on because he's uh he has his book released you know which is uh, life is short and so am I and he is just an incredible human being you know raising his son and we have that familiar a conversation with each other, you know, how to balance family and work. And, um, I, I'm just so honored that he got to, you know, come on my show and to be able to talk about his story and, uh, what a, we had some fun times and, you know, we reminisce a lot about food fights. I mean, he was always in my food fights and I never understood that, but, you know, we got to laugh about it and to, uh, discuss the disgusting things that we got to, um, you know, throw at each other. <laughs> but, hey, it's ratings again, right, Jerry? <laughs> That's hey, rate,
3: <laughs> ratings then, ratings now, ratings for them, and ratings for us. So, yeah, it is yeah. all good. So yeah. fun. So cool, fun episode, that was. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey, look, we talk about 2019 going into 2020. Uh, you know, the DIY personality is a thing. It's growing. You can make yourself a a personality uh, as a a journalist, as an announcer, as an interviewer. Uh, We're seeing it happen all over the place. And we talked to two of the most popular, most in demand in the world as well recently in the form of SoCal Val, the Globetrotter. And, uh, of course, uh, I can officially say our very own Alicia Attude. Yes. um, You know, SoCal
2: is... I got to work with her in London. She is making, she is globally, I mean, just known for, you know, being the interviewer. Um, If you go on her Instagram, she has beautiful photos of herself. I mean, just being the fashionista and being the influencer for women and just follow her guys because she's, she's just making some incredible ways with her being globally uh, known. And um, I wish her so much success. And Alicia, such a funny woman. I mean, she is full of happiness all the time. I don't think I've ever seen her without a smile on social media. And that's pretty incredible.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of positivity there, and we're so happy to have her uh, each and every week. We debuted it on our last episode. Alicia is going to be uh, a part of this show each and every week with Tales from the Interview Queen at the end of every episode, so don't drop off before the episode ends because every week she's going to be telling these phenomenal stories about being on the road, about interviewing <laughs> stars in and out of pro wrestling, and you just traveling, just lodging, just all of her experiences going from state to state, country to country, uh, each and every week.
2: She has a lot to say. And, you know, we had, I, we had our first, uh, tales uh, from the road on the last weekend so she has some funny stories and she mentions all the incredible talent that she gets to travel with and so she's really interesting i'm so proud of our partnership with her and um you know i'm so glad that she's uh allowed us to share her you know her world with us so um i can't wait to hear more of her tales
3: and we're going to hear a new one in just a few minutes, so don't go anywhere, guys. But before we get there, Vicki, it's been an amazing year. It's been uh, exciting just thinking about where we're going in 2020. But we've got one piece of business to take care of. We've been talking about it a long time, and you guys have all been waiting for it. It's the Vicki Guerrero Ultimate Giveaway.
2: Yes. I mean, are we going to do a general? How's that? There you go. go. This contest was for the fans to be able to use our email, which is, excuse me, Vicky at Outlook.com, which is going to be used for 2020 as well. And they were able to uh, send us a screenshot of them listening to our podcast and also give us um, their feedback, their comments, their suggestions. And Jerry, the response was incredible. I mean, we had a lot of emails coming in. I mean, I'm so This
3: makes my heart warm again. Not only the amount of emails that we've had coming in, uh, but sort of the quality, I'd say, of the messages. Because in a contest like this, often you expect people to just do the bare minimum, give us their information, give us their name, get a chance to win some stuff. But these people, so many of you sent in such heartfelt messages uh, about how much you enjoy the show and what it means to you and everything. So uh, a really meaningful, meaningful back and forth, some meaningful uh, input and feedback from you guys. And we hope that you continue to reach out to us uh, with your thoughts, your feelings on the show, any suggestions that you have. We love to hear from you. We really do.
2: Absolutely. So we picked a winner out of all the numerous emails that came in and our winner for the excuse me prize package goes to Juan Martinez. Olese. Congratulations.
3: Yes, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot I cannot replicate that, but I <laughs> I do want to congratulate I mean Juan, congratulations man. You did it. Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, it's awesome man. I mean, you've been talking for weeks now about all this stuff you've been compiling, and you keep kind of adding to the pack. So I know that he's in for uh, for one heck of a prize.
2: Yeah, I have two eight by tens. We're gonna personally uh, autograph for Juan. We have the exclusive Pop's figure from Pop Goes in the Vinyl. It- dot com from the UK. Uh, we have an excuse me mask. We have uh, an Eddie and Vicky get at a brawler, which is incredible, and an excuse me t-shirt and an excuse me lapel pin, which I'm pretty proud of, and lots of business cards of of, of my social media, so you can pass them out to your friends. Thank you so much, Juan, because uh, we're gonna email you. We'll get your address and we'll get that sent out to you pretty soon.
3: Congratulations, Juan, and uh, thanks to everyone. Check that. I'm sure we'll be doing another contest again in the very near future, but in the yeah. meantime, just continue to reach out to us however you can through the email, through social media. Uh, you know, at some point, we'll be using those email addresses uh, for more back and forth communication to give you guys updates as far as what's going on on the show. Uh, so we want to be in contact with you, and we thank you for uh, being in contact with us.
2: Absolutely. So, thank you, guys. Vicky, yeah. I think
3: we've wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the business that we've had this week, we've run down the year. We're starting fresh. It's a whole new year. It's going to be bigger and better than what we've done before, which is really cool to think about. And who knows where we're about to go? But uh, I know I'm pretty excited, and uh, I just want to thank you again for uh, for for this for everything, for everything we've done and everything we're about to do.
2: Yeah. Thanks guys. I wish from Jerry and I, we wish everyone a happy 2020 that's prosperous, full of health and love and kindness to one another. Um, Thank you guys for your support. We are just.
1: Hey everyone, it's Alicia Toot and I am so excited to welcome you all back to Tales from the Interview Queen. Today, we're going back in time to one of my very first wrestling interviews ever, which took place three years ago. I was interviewing at a local wrestling promotion in Toronto and was so thrilled to have Jimmy Havoc on my show. Known for his death match, his dark image, and being king of the goths, I was really looking forward to speaking with Jimmy about his taste in music, as I had known he was super into a lot of the alternative and emo bands I absolutely love. The conversation flowed pretty effortlessly, and then when the music side of things came around in the interview, I asked him about some of his favorite artists at this very moment. So... What do I get from King of the Goths? He starts talking about his love of Taylor Swift and how much he absolutely adores her music. It completely caught me off guard and we both broke out laughing at his answer because his answer was true. He loves her. It's little moments like that when you learn something fun about someone that makes this job so awesome. And the best part is since then, Jimmy has become one of my really good friends. We've just yet to see Taylor Swift in concert together. (laughs) So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Interview Queen. I'm Alicia Toot, and be sure to follow me online at Alicia Toot, and check out my interviews and YouTube channel for thousands of great tales, interviews, and vlogs. Until next time.
2: Thank you everyone for joining us. For another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excuse me Vicky at outlook.com with questions or comments.
0: That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.